Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Do you guys know what I'm terrible at? Asking you sweet listeners to leave a review. It feels so disruptive to tack on at the end of every episode because I like a nice clean finish when we're talking about prayer, but I know it's one of the best ways to help others find the podcast. And I love the idea of someone scrolling for something to listen to and being pointed to prayer. So if you are enjoying this podcast, would you subscribe and leave a five-star review? We so appreciate it. Now let's get into talking about praying for our work. We're going to cover praying for our work in general, but I'll throw in a few tips for praying as an entrepreneur as well, just because I know we have a lot of those in our audience. Um, But we're just going to talk about different things to pray for as a business owner or somebody who's just praying for their work every day. Oftentimes, it can feel like prayer can be disconnected from our work, almost like we compartmentalize it into different parts of our week. We have Sunday, which is for God. We have the work week, which is just kind of regular. But this is something that we need to be intentionally praying for. So I'm going to share just a list of things that you can pray for. Just kind of cover your work days in prayer, cover your work in prayer as well. And um, I just hope it's encouraging to you. Number one, to be a light in dark places. Ultimately, the work that we do is important because God has called us to do it for a purpose. And though we might think that purpose is so we have a fulfilling career, God has a bigger plan. He's calling us to be fishers of men, to share the gospel, and to live in such a way that others see our integrity and know there's something different about us. Here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, this work I do is so much more than I sometimes realize. Help me to see the ways I can be a light in dark places. Show me who to share the gospel with. Give me opportunities over lunch breaks, business trips, and post-meeting chats. Okay, number two. And for all of these, I'm going to share just like a quick note about it. And I'll also share like a little prayer that you can pray based on that tip. Number two, to do good work. God has made us to do good work, not for our bosses or incentive programs, but because we work as unto the Lord. If we do good work only when it's heavily rewarded or when someone is watching, we aren't representing well the name of Christ. Excellence doesn't mean perfection, so we don't need to get that misconstrued. But doing good work when we don't get the credit, when our boss won't see, or even when we have a terrible boss is worth our effort. Here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, please help me to do my best. Let me not be tempted to just do the bare minimum. Let me not wait for praise to show up well. I work for an audience of one and will work heartily for you, God. Number three, to unify instead of divide. As believers, I think it's important that part of shining that light is not causing dissension, not getting sucked into the gossip or the negativity. I've seen negativity bring down organizations and it can be fostering this toxic work environment. Instead of adding to that negative noise, whether it's feeding the gossip, asking baiting questions that will only result in unfruitful conversations, tearing down coworkers, complaining about our bosses, 
Let's ask the Lord to help us unify our workplaces instead of divide them. This doesn't mean we tolerate sin or doing things that aren't right. It simply means not stirring up drama and intentionally adding to a toxic environment. Here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, shield my tongue from any unwholesome talk. It's hard to not join in the conversations that seem way more tantalizing than the work before me. It's hard not to complain about a boss or coworker that I agree isn't the best. But Lord, my words have the power to tear down and divide or lift up and unify. Help me to do the latter. Number four, to set and keep good boundaries. COVID changed work for so many of us. For entrepreneurs, there's always been this blurred line of work and home, but now for many in traditional work environments, we had to figure out how to work and play in the same spaces. Mentally, we are ping-ponging back and forth, never able to fully concentrate on anything. Physically, we are tense and easily frustrated by our kids or customers when they make even the most reasonable requests simply because we feel like either never gets our full attention. Ask the Lord for not only good physical boundaries, but for good mental ones too. Mental boundaries are something I've been praying for so much recently. I can physically put the phone away and play with my kids, but as someone who loves my work, it's hard to switch off that side of my brain and simply play. So here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, keeping work and home life in tidy segments of my day can be a true struggle. Will you help me? Will you show me how to completely be present with what's before me? Will you remove the guilt I feel when I'm paying attention to one thing, feeling like I should be doing something else? Would you help me rest in your grace when things aren't so tidy? You are bigger still. Number five, to be filled with God's creativity. Years ago, I saw just how devastating it was for two friends to be copied by two fellow believers. It broke my heart to see someone profit off of something they didn't create and claim it as their own. But it also made me wonder what we miss out on when believers look to others for their creativity instead of to God. God is the most creative being, and to think that we'd settle for watered-down versions of what someone else was doing gave me serious FOMO for all the cool things that could have been. And bigger than FOMO, the Bible tells us that we will be judged not on what we did, but on what God called us to do. I don't want to copy XYZ product and think I'm doing the Lord's work if I sell more than if I had obeyed his call on my life and sold less. To put it bluntly, like my friend Jen says, obedience is more important than outcome. We need God's creativity to flow through us, which requires an attentive heart to where he leads. Here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, thank you for being a God of limitless ideas. I love to serve you and advance your kingdom. Show me what that looks like. I am your vessel. Fill me up. Search my heart if I've crossed any lines and tried to veer into someone else's lane. And Lord, protect my eyes when I am weakest and most susceptible to want to claim someone else's ideas as my own. Number five, to have an accurate view of success and failure. It's easy to get caught up in the world's definition of success and failure. Success is a lot of sales. Failure is a slow month. Success is a big following. 
Failure is a blog post with no comment. Success is a promotion. Failure is staying in the same job for years. In our head, we know all the right answers to this, but in our hearts, we find out what we truly believe. I wrestled with this one a lot in 2016. If you had asked me what I considered success, I would have given you the correct answer. But as business seemed to screech to a halt, I realized just how dependent my moods and even my faith was on the success or failure of my business. It can be a volatile way to live when our joy and confidence is de- It can be a volatile way to live when our joy and our confidence is dependent on a popular Instagram post or a slow sale day. Here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, I long to do your will. Will you give me an accurate view of what success and failure looks like? May I not be swayed by how the world sees things. And may I allow both successes and failures to draw me closer to you instead of causing me to distance myself. Number six, to say yes to the right opportunities. For everyone balancing life and work, it's important to weigh the cost of each opportunity. And the reason praying for this is so important is because the opportunities you will get will probably all be good opportunities. They may not be what God is calling you to, though. So there may not be what feels like this obvious right choice. You don't have a million yeses to dole out. So how do you determine what to say yes to? I have prayed this prayer often for my business and have been blessed to see how the most confirming emails will come my way at just the right moment I feel God leading me towards something. I would even consider praying this prayer of clarity before you open your inbox if you have lots of opportunities to respond to and feel overwhelmed in how to respond to each. Here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, I long to do the work you are calling me to do. I don't want to do anything that is not part of your plan for me. My heart is ready to obey, but Father, I pray you'd give me wisdom to know what your will is. Give me a nudge or a peace towards those things that you are calling me to do. And Lord, send up the red flags and even an uneasiness when I'm close to saying yes to something that you don't have for me. I'll share one last prayer specifically for business owners. Number seven, to have an understanding of ownership. If you're an entrepreneur, we must pray that we understand our role in our business. Though the world sees us as the owner, we must give that role to God. I think if this was a one-time signing over your business to God, it'd be simple, but each day we are faced with the opportunity to take control and call the shots. Part of praying for understanding of ownership is close communion with God through prayer, studying His Bible, and our other spiritual disciplines. So when decisions need to be made, we are operating out of wisdom God gives and not our own strength. It's also praying that God would reveal any areas we haven't given to Him and asking Him to give us eyes to recognize those areas and turn them over to Him. Here's a quick prayer to try. Lord, this business is yours. It does not exist on my blood, sweat, and tears, but by your grace and generosity. Thank you that I get to put blood, sweat, and tears in, though. Help me to keep an accurate understanding of whose hand made this. And if I get off track, Lord, bring me back with truth, even if it hurts. I know it's worth it. Okay, guys, that is it. Those are your seven tips or things to pray for to cover your business in prayer. Pray to be a light in dark places. 
Pray to do good work. Pray to unify instead of divide. Pray to set and keep good boundaries. Pray to be filled with God's creativity. Pray to have an accurate view of success and failure. Pray to say yes to the right opportunities. And pray to have an understanding of ownership. Your call to action this week is to add these things to your prayer journal and start praying them regularly. Check back in a month and see how the Lord has worked for those things that you've been praying for. And if you haven't tried our prompted prayer journals before, I highly recommend grabbing one for 2023. Our rhythms or signature prayer journals would be a great way to get you ready for distraction-free prayer in 2023. Thanks so much for listening. And guys, definitely check out the episode with Michelle Myers that we had last week. It is so impactful. And I learned so many new things to pray for my business that I'm excited to cover in prayer in addition to what we listed today. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.